prefer really not to not to speak. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Hey! We're in London, aren't we? Honestly, I will love it if we beat them. Love it. and welcome to episode 5 of the 3 Up Top Football Podcast where we'll be going through our team of the season so far, reviewing the weekend games and of course another edition of the Stoppage Time Challenge. How's the weekend then been boys? It was your birthday this last week Carl wasn't it? Yeah yeah yeah, um, nice week, nice chilled one, um, yeah <laughs> more life more blessings as they say. Yeah. Um, Holding now 48? <laughs> <laughs> I might look it with the beard and that but uh, no, I'm, I'm doing alright bro. It's been a tough lockdown. <laughs> yeah, right side of 30, yeah. yeah. Thankfully, thankfully. Um, what, yeah, no, what, chilled weekend. Yeah, chilled do anything weekend. special for it or just more of like lockdown walks? Just get, get out the gaff at the end of the day. Um, there's not much you can do. Can't even, usually we go out for a meal. Um, just got a nice takeaway. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. What you, Barge? Yeah, similar. I went for a walk, uh, as everyone is doing at the moment. Um Around Battersea Park on on Saturday, which was lovely. Um, I was I ran there Saturday morning. You ran there. I don't believe you ran there. I, I did, <laughs> mate. You, you actually <laughs> ran, did you? I, I, I was the guy who was keeled over panting, but I actually did go through there. All over the shop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one. I mean, I didn't want to put any more stress on the yeah. strain on the NHS, but I mean, no, I actually did go through on there Saturday morning. Yeah. Um, do you know anything else? Or uh, ate a lot of food. Actually, I got uh, one of my managers at work uh, sent me over a food box to say thank you for a bit of. Like a project I did for him, which was really nice. Um, Mate, that's yeah, tasty. A bit of South Korean food. Mate, yeah. love that. Love that. Mm. Nah, other than my run, I think that honestly it put me in the bin. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did. I did three k this weekend, so I'm slowly, uh, slowly getting there. But I, I had an impact headache from three k, so it's quite worrying actually. But you know, Yo. we go, we go. Again. Mate, it's worrying. No. I did. I did. Go, I did go on a nice walk though afterwards. I think. I think my step count on Saturday was about twenty five thousand. So. Jeez. Yeah, no. I'm burning. I'm burning today. I can hardly walk. I can hardly walk. But no, uh, it's going to be a good episode today. Really excited for it. Um, so this team of the season, I think it's really kind of crucial that we get this in in the pod right now. The team, the season's almost two thirds the way through, but I think there's a hell of a lot to talk about, and there's been some real standout players this year. It's just kind of who squeezes into the eleven slots, right? I think we'll all be all be quite tight for for places, and I think we'll be, arguably could be in two or three players per position. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's been a good season in terms of individual performers, really. Uh, we've seen a lot of players stepping up and, and in my team, I've got a few maybe surprise ones, I think. But yeah, yeah some some good honourable mentions as well. Don't worry, yeah, Carl. Nah. Um, <laughs> listen, my team, the centre, <laughs> we'll see with the centre-back. Um, if only the listeners could see your face, man. You're panicking about that centre-back. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'll tell you one. <laughs> obviously, there's the obvious ones that are in the team, but um, yeah, nah. Obviously, Special mentions, as Ben said, some guys have stepped up this season and, and done bits, so no, if they can absolutely. keep it up till the end of the season, then yeah. That's like news. To be I, mean, I mean, that's got including players develop, developing personally as well, like experienced players in the Premier League and also obviously the new signings that come into the league and kind of you know, hit the ground running. Obviously, the players who haven't, we've mentioned them in previous podcasts, but you know, there are other, there's other players who have really shone this year and it's been really impressive, you know quite a lukewarm season without fans and kind of just hope there's hope the fans are back soon to kind of see these players you know playing really well and the football that they deserve. I'm going to kick things off with uh the goalkeeper. 
there's only one candidate for me. He's I've had him on a fantasy football team from from day one. And as an Arsenal fan, I always say this every week, you must be kicking your teeth that you let him go. It, it's got to be Emi Martinez. I think 20 million, Aston Villa. What a player. I think the Villa defences have been actually quite shit recently. I, th- I don't think they're playing that well. And I think it shows how good Martinez is, how many saves he's actually producing. I think his, his average per game is four or five you know, key crucial saves a game. Mm-hmm. And for, for a keeper to keep them out, they, he's a key reason why Aston Villa are performing so well this season. Yeah, I can't argue with that too much. I mean, he's for me, he's still a little bit suspect in some cases. Like he's, you know, he, he made it. I think he made an error today, actually, uh, in the game. Bad timing it, for the podcast. Yeah, That's right. I knew podcast. we should have recorded this this last week. <laughs> uh, but you're right. I mean, twenty million. He has transformed the Villa defense. They, I think they're the second best maybe defense in the league. Yeah, Ryan strong. City. Um, and if you look at their back line, it's not filled with like crazy talent really um even though they have got a few players who you know who are close to the team yeah. my team this season rather um but yeah i think i think it was good for him to get the move uh, he obviously wanted to move in order to get playing time um with a view to playing in the copper america in the summer and yeah. it looks like he's got to be argentina's number one but he can he can have you heard that he can qualify for england you know, I think I heard it on a nah, in the news. Like, of he, he's been at England. He's been in England, sorry, long enough now to qualify yeah, for the Euros, mate. If Southgate is watching, he's just be tapping yeah. him up. England's must, keep, keepers are quite sus already. He must have had a cap by now. By no, he doesn't. He's un- uncapped, uncapped. He can still qualify for England. Southgate, yeah. if you are listening to the Three Up Top Football Pod, then uh, get him on the squad. Get him on the train to the Euros. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm with Ben in the sense Martinez is my keeper of the season so far. It's been the standout, um, as Ben said, making those crucial saves for Villa. And if you check the defensive record um, in terms of goals conceded, they're right up there. Um, obviously, the obvious one's City with Edison, but yeah. I think in terms of an impact on the team for where Villa are, he's kept he's kept them he's kept them up. I mean, they're in with a chance of fighting for Europa League, so. That's exceeding expectations. Um, no, totally agree. Go wrong, really. So Edison was going to be the guy who I was going to say could could kind of push him for the team of the season. But you're right. I think you know the sh- everyone loves a shiny new thing, and he's he's coming. He's done really well. <laughs> um, but yeah, Edison has just shown he's still you know world class. He had a bit of a dip last year, but I think the whole kind of City team was was pretty poor. Edison's, it was close. Yeah, it was close. They both have really good distribution. I think Edison kind of nicks it on that. But yeah. again, he's playing with much better defense in front of him. So he, as you said, yeah. Ben, you know, just based on that and, and based on how he's elevated Villa, yeah. we'll go Martinez and to agreement. I think it's all. It's also it's like his first proper season as a number one, right? You know, yeah, Edison a lot is, of pressure. Ed, Edison's done it a bit before for the past couple of seasons at City, mm-hmm. but no, it was it was it was very close. And I think on talent, you probably would still go for Edison. Mm-hmm. But in this team of season, I think yeah, we agree to to give it to Martinez. I think at this point, I will kind of mention my formation. I think keeper. Obviously, you've got to play one keeper, so we're all on the same level field there. <laughs> I'm going for a three-five-two. Um, I've done that purely to fit the players who I think have had the best season in. I think it'd be a hell of a team. Um, I think at the end of it as well, we'll kind of all put our teams on the Instagram, on the Twitter, and give everyone who's listening a chance to kind of uh, to advise us who you think the best team this season is, who's got it most, who's got it more accurate, and um, maybe post your own as well. What about you? What formation have you boys gone for? I've gone for a classic four-two-three-one. Um, I was thinking about varying it a little bit, but I thought you know it's going to fit the most players in in like the most traditional positions. So I just went for it. Um, same for me, four two three one. 
um, looked at 4-3-3 because um, I think if you look at the modern game, that's probably the most popular formation that's used by most managers. But in terms of the players that I've got in the team, it just it fits it fits nice. Ben Ben's saying three five two, but I reckon he's more of a five at the back kind of man. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Wilder style, yeah. Argu- arguably two at the back, but uh, <laughs> I've gone gung ho. Um, so one of my we'll, we'll start with centre backs then because oh, I, I was putting an additional one in. Uh, so my first centre back is Ruben Diaz. Uh, yeah. New signing yeah, to City, come in, and he is from what was their weakest position in their team, their defence. I think last mm. year they were crap. I think, def- you know, full-backs are still a bit suspect. That still works to be done, but I think, you know, centre-backs, for him to come in and take the league like a like a duck to water, it's absolutely sensational. And like, we all used to rave about how good Laporte was. You know, and when whilst Laporte was fit, those two were unstoppable. And it shows how much a player like John Stones can come back into form mm. whilst playing next to someone like Ruben Diaz. You know, mm-hmm. he's only, I think he's only 23. <laughs> um, and the way he's come into such an elite level of football coming from the Portuguese league, he looks outstanding. And I know he's an expensive, expensive signing, but if he's your centre back for the next ten years, I think they've done really well getting them. And United were linked with him and absolutely fuming within game. <laughs> yeah, same, same old United with the dilly dally. Um, yeah, signed right. Maguire for eighty million instead. That's before. what I mean. He was Foolish. cheaper than he was cheaper than Harry Maguire. He was like sixty five M's, I think. Yeah. Like yeah. So yeah. And it, you're right, you're, you're spot on it with the, with the age thing, like 22, you've got him in your defence for at least, you know, eight eight to ten years. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. It's a bargain, really. And I think that's the way people got to look at it now, like you're, bu- you're buying players for a longer period. Um, I went for him yeah. as well. I think he has had a similar effect to, to what Virgil van Dijk had. Um, yeah. But it, not, compa- not comparing them at all, I think van Dijk probably is, is a better player at the moment. Um, we'll see what it comes back like. We'll, we'll see, see what yeah, it comes yeah, back who like. Knows, yeah. Who knows? It could be a bit shaky. Big for injury, yeah. Um, but yeah, at 22, I mean, the leadership and the way he's coming to that team is it's insane. Van Dyke is 28, 29, maybe now. Um, yeah. So more towards the peak years. So if Ruben Diaz has more room to grow, then he's going to be an incredible player. I don't think there's Premier League's ever seen a 22 year old centre back as good as him. That's dominant, yeah. That's not a bad shout. I mean, to come in that quickly. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. He plays like he's been playing like for the ten years. Yeah. He, he looks so calm on the ball, and, and it's so his leadership skills you can tell he will be Man City's captain. He, yeah. he's a future future captain, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just he's brought solidity to that, to that back line, and even I don't know if you've noticed, it's been a bit bait recently. Anyway, he's on some high five height with his teammates. <laughs> like <laughs> he's on that, the cop nice. vibe, yeah, just high five yeah, yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 mate, a little nice bit of play. <laughs> oh, mate, he knows he's getting clean sheets. That's why. Yeah. 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 But now, I mean, even today, Stones brushed Aubameyang in the corner, like, off the pitch. Him to be yeah. fair, D- D- Diaz is there to high-five him, like, yeah, man. it's a bit jarring, it's a bit jarring. Yeah, he pops out no, Mo every time, doesn't he? Every player. Sterling was yeah, back yeah. there once, give him a high-five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Love no. it. Si- sign of the season, easily. You got him in as well, Kyle? Yeah, 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 he's, he's well. He oh, he's first, first in. Easy, first wasn't it? In. Yeah. First in. I think he would probably, might have been the easiest pick on, on the list, actually, to be fair. Yeah, 100%. Easy. Without without any debates, definitely. Hundred percent. So my other centre back, I'm going to play him on the right of Ruben Dias. I'm going to go for James Justin, primarily used as a right back. I, I, I like but I'm going to I'm going to put him right the right of Dias. Um, I know he was signed from I think it was Luton Town for about a million, and no one expected him to play first team football this year. They all thought he'd be you know Ricardo Pereira, a great player for Leicester, and automatic first choice 
any other day of the week, but mm-hmm. he was injured. Justin came in and what a player he's been this year. You know, he's yeah. played on the right, he's played right back, he's played left back. Yeah. I'm squeezing him into right centre back. Uh and he's he looks great. <laughs> on the ball he looks amazing. He's got a few yeah. tricks in his sleeve, he's got a cross in him, and he's got a goal in him. Yeah. Uh Again, another one of my fantasy football picks from the start of the season. Yeah. He's you know racked up a load of points, but I think for like value per pound, I don't know how to say uh, like value for money this season for signings, he's got to be up there. I think mm. I think he's been amazing. I think he's an outside outsider now for the England squad. Yeah, I think I think he's got quite a bad injury though, hasn't he? He's picked yeah, up. Yeah, That's yeah. the only thing. Unfortunately, I, I think, yeah, you're spot on. I would have probably. Look to take him as a right back, because um, he's so versatile. But yeah. it's a real shame um, yeah. that Eng- England might might not be able to pick him. But hopefully, hopefully he comes back in time. I know it's already March almost now, so no, definitely, definitely. Cause he, yeah, as I said, yeah, you're right. His versatility would have been a complete asset for for England. You know, he could centre back, where I'm going to put him, uh, right back or left back. Yeah, no, um, big big shot that um, I had him in my my first draft, but just because. Yeah, the, in- the injury <laughs> kind of nudged him out at the end of the day, if I'm honest. Fair. Um, Fair. Like you said, he can play right back, left back. He has he has played in the back three. So, yeah, this is a fair choice from Ben. It's not really a rogue one, but yeah, no, ratings, <laughs> ratings, bro. Yeah. Props to uh, Brendan Rodgers as well for yeah, 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 yeah. For, for bringing him in and he, he's made him look calm um, in a team which is pushing for Champions League football. So. Man, I thought you were going to give props to me for my uh, managerial <laughs> tactical noose. <laughs> but no, no, to be fair, if you look at um, it's all chill well for fifty mil in the summer, and you just yeah. stepped in, and you not even not even noticed it. No. Got they're they're the such a well run club, Leicester City, honestly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. The business they do, um, selling players at the right time, buying the correct players is yeah, a, good, a model for all the top clubs. I mean, like the likes of Arsenal and United, just splashing money on on absolute just just big names for the sake of it. You yeah, know, just well, proves that there are, there is talent. You know, if you look further down the uh, football league. Yeah, 100%. that's that's what they do. They'll sign someone for two two to five mil, and then they'll sell him on to onto United for the inflated price. Eighty million, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chilwell obviously as well. Um, I'm guessing I'm guessing Maguire's not in your team this season, then, Carl. Nah, mate. <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. United um, defenders in my back line. I'll, I'll say that now. Who who are you umming and ahhing about before the before the uh, this oh, the recording? Do you have a centre back? See who you're picking, yeah. The other centre back. Um, I've gone for Johnny Evans as my other okay. centre back. Just because Leicester. Just because now, nah, just because Leicester's bat line um, defensively they've been solid. If you're looking at um, Johnny Evans, has been the stalwart of the bat line. You've had, he's had Fofana. He's had Soyuncu next to him. Obviously, just Justin, you've, you've just mentioned. Um, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Obviously. He's an ex-United player, gone to West Brom, now at Leicester. Leicester are third in the league. So you've got to give think, credit. Do you think Fafana's been better than him, though? Yeah, but Fafana's is he, been... Is he, is he your choice, Arj? No, he, he was my choice. Yeah, so he's, he's one of... Uh, it was a tough one, because I know he has been in and out of the team a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Um, That's he's not reason. been as consistent. But for me, similar to, to Ruben Diaz, he's only t- 20 years old, I think. 19, yeah, 20. he's young. He's young. Very young. Um to slot in and, and do as well as he has done, you know, he's he's bossed like numerous world class strikers and um, has looked very comfortable in the Premier League. So, so he, I think, that's I, think I'm, I think I am going to go for Fafana. Um, so my other honourable mentions was Stones and Mings. Um, I think Tyrone Mings has been good, but I think he's still quite quite rash. 
Yeah. Um, and then John Stones, obviously, he's he's made a, a huge recovery. Um, his career looked almost like he had to to look look to another club. But uh, yeah, I think John Stones is an honourable mention there. See, I, I I was also thinking Michael Keane. I know he's um, yeah. kind of a friend, obviously a friend of me at Money Cars, but I think he's had a superb season for Evan, and he's a, a massive reason why they're where they are in the league as well. Um, and we'll touch on it a bit later when we re- review the weekend games, but. Yeah, he's been absolutely huge for them and it's been kind of key for them, Everton, to have a strong defence this year. And I think he's definitely you know, kind of stepped up again this season. Um, I think he's got the most clearances per centre-back in, in the league so far. And he was, I know you're listening, Mike, but I was, uh, it was close. It was very close to putting you in, but I just wanted to put some new players in this season. Yeah, um, obviously I was even now for time. I had Mike, Mike in as well. But it just came down to Everton in terms of goals conceded. I think they're around the same number as United, like 32, 33. So because that was my reasoning for not having a United defender, I just thought, well, I can't be hypocrite to myself. So um, that's the only yeah. reason, obviously. Even Ben Godfrey as well. He was another mm-hmm. shout. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's another Very player good. who's come in. He's played left back, right back. Obviously, played centre back. back. Yeah. Um, obviously, he was with Norwich last season, got relegated, but he's come back in and just looked comfortable, like just fearless. And 25 actually, million looked a lot for him as well. Yeah, I, know, I, 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 know. I thought that was high, but no, yeah, right. What a player. Yeah. Um, I think another one I had was, this is Rogue, Angelo Agbonner, just for West Ham. He's had a good season. I don't mind yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I don't yeah, mind if, it. if you look at them defensively, they, they have got, like, you know, they've been solid, so you can't argue yeah. that too much. He's been out of yeah, heart yeah. of it as well. Don't um, mind it. Just just not good not good enough. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I think his all-round game is quite there. He's like as an out-and-out defender, maybe yeah, but you know he's not got the full package like some of the other guys. That yeah, no, I mean, compared to Ruben Diaz, like do you know what I mean, no yeah, way yeah, there. Levels, levels, no, yeah, no way in there. Right, if you, I, I'll actually say then who I've got for my um, other centre back. So I'm going left side of centre back now. Right, right, right. I think we all know who this is going to be. He's a. Uh, English Man United player, Man, United player. Uh, Man of the match today in uh, the Newcastle game. Oh, that was a horrific game. I mean, it could have been anyone there. Uh, and I've gone for Luke Shaw. Man yeah. United's player of the season so far, in my opinion. Come back from horrific injury years ago, kind of when he, I think he did his ACL or broke his leg. It was one of the one of the others. Bro- broke his leg. Broke his leg, and there's a fear that he'd never be the same player again. It, it's taken him a hell of a long time, kind of getting out of that Jose Mourinho personal vendetta like bullying shadow but he, you know, he's got there getting a bit of love from Ollie and you know we're seeing the results from it I think he was absolutely superb this season looks strong looks fit looks like he's got a bit about him looks like he's become a bit of a leader in that United back four where you know we really should be getting it from Harry Maguire seems to be coming from Luke Shaw um, and he should be the starting left back for England at the Euros or left centre back because Southgate likes a 3-5-2 yeah, so I think he would he would perfectly slot into that because he's got the pace to recover for those long balls that kind of come over the top. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't see past Luke Shaw on the left side of any team this season so far. Um, again, Luke Shaw was there for me, but um, I just had my reasonings not to put him in. Well, you knew I was going to put him in. <laughs> yeah, well, that was a given. That was a given. <laughs> he's got a Luke yeah, Shaw no. tattoo on his arm, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's had a great season, um, even to the point where, obviously, Teller's coming in the summer. So I don't know whether that's spurred him on to oh, 100%. Know, enhance his game, because even going forwards now, he's crossing, 
taking corners. He takes the corners, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, so. I think since something similar happened to him last season, he had a good run of form when Brandon Williams was threatening his position yeah, for a little yeah, while yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe that's what he needs. He just needs a bit of competition, otherwise he gets a yeah. bit comfortable, which, which can happen, obviously. It shouldn't yeah, happen, actually, but it can happen. That's what though. top teams have, though. So yeah. we, we've been through City's depth before. You know, they have two pl- world-class players almost for every single position. Yeah. And that's when they know that they step on the pitch, that they've got to perform. So at least an eight out of ten. Otherwise, yeah. they're not, they, they might, they'll lose the place to someone else. Then they might not get back in again. Mm. You could be, like, look at Laporte. Laporte's mm-hmm. the biggest example for that. Unfortunately for him, it was an injury. John Stones has come in and he can't get in the team. No, he was no. he was he's the best centre back in the league for me. Yeah, he was. Exactly. He was probably the best centre back in the league for me instead of apart from Van Dijk. So yeah. and he's fucked it. He, he might he might now have to leave City in the summer because oh. of the form. So I think you're right. Like that competition has has done Luke Shaw absolute wonders. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him. I'll give Luke Shaw props, but he's. I'm actually going to take him out of my team because you said that he was Brilliant. in my team like potentially left back, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But since you said him, I want to give another notable mention to someone else. Go on then. Um, Cresswell, I think, has done really well oh, um, yeah. at West Ham. Yeah. Um, so another yeah, fantasy, going, fantasy player. Yeah, strong fantasy player. I know he gets forward and puts in those crosses for uh, Antonio. So um, yeah, I, I think Cresswell's done really well going forward. Uh, maybe he's not as strong defensively, but again, West Ham have been pretty solid this year. Um, so yeah, Cresswell. Uh, That's a good shout, mate. Yeah, yeah. Cresswell's in it, mine. Um, Cresswell's my left back as well. Um, like you said, you two meet up before the podcast was recorded. This one, <laughs> we've got a separate <laughs> podcast where we just don't, we don't have yeah. on there. <laughs> no, um, he's popping up with the odd assist there and there. And obviously, Moyes, Moyes has set up that that formation, whether it's three at the back or just a flat four four two. Um, yeah, Cresswell's had a great season. Even like Kufal, who signed as well mm. on the other side. Yeah, but, he's um, been a great think, signing. I think out out there. Creswell's the one that I pick out their team. Well, he takes three kicks as well, Creswell, doesn't he? So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's got no, he's, he's got a strong, strong player. left. Um, but also talking about Everton just just a moment ago, Lucas Dina as well. Yeah, um, yes. he's a great player. He's great a great player. player. I mean, all round like just really solid player. Delivery again, excellent. Um, and he's he's actually a bit of a playmaker really for Everton, isn't he? In that role, nice yeah, quality. Yeah. He's been playing quite high though, hasn't he? He's not been playing traditional. He's not no. traditional left back, is he? No. I mean, against yeah. against Liverpool yesterday, I think he was almost playing left striker at some points. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. that's despite the Liverpool defence. But uh... <laughs> no, Liverpool players in the defence so far, boys. I mean, that was the that was what they were built on last year, right? They built it was Trent, Van Dijk, name, Gomez, name and Robertson. And Robertson. Name who we could put in then, honestly. The the yeah. only one you might Davis. <laughs> <laughs> We've not seen him yet. <laughs> The the only one you might be able to put on uh, put in there is Robertson, but there are better left yeah. backs. I think um, yeah, Trent's been massively out of form. Robertson has been like pretty solid, like seven out of ten maybe. But you know he's he's probably knackered as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, right back boys. Obviously, I'm I'm going for a right wing back um, slash. To be fair, I don't, we might all have the same player here. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm going to say I don't know what position he plays. I quite honestly, is he a cam? Is he a right wing back? Is he a right mid? Is he a left mid? Jao Cancelo. Yeah. yeah Where yeah. does he play? Where does he play? <laughs> he's everywhere. So I think he, he should have scored today. He was, he was up front. But I mean, he slots in at a right. He slots in at right wing back because that's kind of I think it's his traditional position. I think that's where Pep when when the kickoff starts, he's stood in the right wing back position. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where he stands initially. So like, let's I'm going to slot him in there. 
But I mean, what a season he's been having. I think he's been my favourite City player to watch this season. Um, he's been around for a while. He's had been at some massive clubs. He's been at you know Valencia, Inter, Juve, and City. Mm. I think last year when he was at City, I think when he signed for City, I think he got an amazing deal for him. He swapped. Oh, what what Dan- a swap deal! Yeah, Danilo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. twenty million? Or was it? Or was it? I think it was. It was. It was ridiculous. I think that valued Danilo at forty million. So I mean. Whoever's doing those deals, as I said, you know, I'll give you my number at the end of the end of the podcast. Get my salary increased ASAP. Um, <laughs> unbe- unbelievable signing, but we didn't really see much of him last year. We, you know, we'd heard a lot about him, we didn't hear much of him, and he was starting to get into the team. I think at the, at the back l- latter end of the the season, um, Kyle Walker predominantly held that position, and he didn't, we didn't really see it as a competition, did we? Um, yeah. But this season, I mean. So he must have, I don't know what he's done in lockdown or kind of over the summer, but he's certainly cemented himself as one of the first names on the team sheet now for Man City. He's mm. more than a defender, isn't he? he? He's got so much flair. He's so comfortable running with the ball. He's got, he's got dribbling. I think today he's him chop and take out two players. He's unbelievable. Yeah, his um, intelligence uh, to be able to play, as you say, pretty much anywhere, um, tucking in as an inverted kind of fullback midfielder. Uh, he's really just kind of changed the way Man City have played. They've got some crazy like two, three, five formation where yeah. now Gundogan, Foden, Mares, whoever's playing, they can just pretty much roam around and they know that they've got like a, a solid cover in behind. Um, where before it was just kind of Walker's pace, now it's more like Cancelo's positioning, um, mm. and he even joins in with the attacks and it gives gives the other team something to think about. Uh, yeah. It's insane, honestly insane. Like I think, how do you mark him like, as, a, yeah. as a defender? How do you mark Jalcantelo? He just drifts across <laughs> into different zones. It's, it's mental. He's kind of for me what I think people think Trent Alexander Arnold is in terms of uh, a playmaker from right back. Trent yeah. last year was incredible. You know, with his everyone knows he likes to whip the ball in, but other than that, he's not really got like an all round game in the, in the same way that Jalcantelo has. Um, and Trent suspect one on one defensively, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, whereas Cancelo, like you know, very few people have got got the better of him this season. No, I agree. Yeah, um, I think obviously this season he's come in, he's played right back and left back. It doesn't really matter which position he's playing in. Um, so versatile, um, just efficient with how he's playing the game. The way how he's like Pep's fit him into the team, obviously, because City's doing this false nine business at the moment. Everything's fluid, so Cancelo mm. seems to be the extra guy all the time. And if it's not him, it's someone from midfield. Um, yeah, he's, he's another easy pick. It just came down to I didn't want to have Diaz, Cancelo, and Stones. That just no. Nah. Um, I mean, obviously, you're supposed to be as honest and unbiased <laughs> as possible. But I thought, I mean, yeah, Stones. I would have put. I think I think Stones has turned it on in the last couple, like the last month or so. But I think Stones put him in the team. Yeah, in terms of longevity, probably bit, not. Yeah. Not really. Right. Yeah. Not fair. Um, but yeah, now Cancelo plus. Was that a clean sweep? You got him in as well, Arge? Yes, yeah, Cancelo for me. Uh, but I, I did have a notable mention for James Justin. Um, yes. But yeah, just his injury and a lot. Well, actually, you just can't can't not have Cancelo in there. Yeah, agreed. Right, I'm gonna go for my left wing wing back now. Which, I mean, I don't I, I don't know how I would play it, but I'm gonna go for. <laughs> I'm going to go for Harvey Barnes. <laughs> oh my God. Mate, what is this team, man? This is nuts. It's more of a left winger than a, it's, it's more of a left winger. So you want a... Luke Shaw to t- to basically be a centre back? Yeah, Luke Shaw will cover the or left. Ruben area. Diaz is that good that he's just going to pretty much one man. One yeah, man so we got it. we got Luke Shaw on the left, Diaz in the middle. Um, 
Justin on the right, and then Cancelo high right, <laughs> Barvey Barnes high left. Um, squeezing him in a bit, but I had to get him in my team. Um, yeah. It was it was so hard to pick on the centre attacking mid kind of midfielders because of how good everyone's been. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. there's been some real standout players this season. Um, and Harvey Barnes again, it's just like a, it's a breakthrough season, right? You know, he, he was on loan at West Brom last year. Uh, did quite well. He did so well last have to recall him, and he even broke into the first team you know, towards the end of last season. Um, but again, you know, Leicester have got some really exciting players. We touched yeah. on Brendan Rodgers, how good he is and how he's been for developing players and trusting them. I think that's a key thing as well. You know, he's not afraid for players like Justin, um, Barnes. I'm not going to touch on Madison in case you guys kind of have put him into your teams. But, you know, Harvey Barnes, he looks a confident lad. He, he's quite well built. He's quite stocky. Mm-hmm. But for someone, mm-hmm. so he's quite a strong lad, but he's also extremely quick. And as we've seen mm. in the past few weeks, he, he loves to score goals. He got another assist yeah. today. And I think he's also got to be in with a shout for the Euros. I think, you know, Southgate must be, if, he, if Southgate is still picking players on form and not picking his favourites, I think I don't, we don't know which Southgate's going to turn up, really. I think but, we do. I think we do. Yeah, unfortunately <laughs> so. But I mean, hopefully players like Harvey Barnes don't yeah. miss out because of that. Because, yeah, as I said, great player. Um, really cemented himself into that Leicester team and it could be if Leicester don't qualify for Europe for whatever reason should there be a collapse towards the end of the season the big boys will be in for him yeah yeah. yeah. I think he's got that versatility again as well um, can kind of play more more as a midfielder or as a winger uh, as an out and out winger um, so yeah really good player and having a great season as well yeah um, for me He's that he's that type of player. Um, he goes under the radar, but he's always doing bits like mm. um, goals and assists. Just become a key player for Leicester. Um, obviously, everyone thinks Alvadi's going to score all their goals. Madison's creating, but Barnes has been showing up. Um, just if you think back to Mares when they had Mares, he's yeah, becoming a exactly. like that in that sense. Um, I've I don't know whether I'm supposed to mention, but he's in my team. Um, yeah, no, go for winger, it. Yeah, um, he's easy pick for me. Just because, as you said, he's, he's got, he scores goals. He's clinical every time he gets in front of goal. Funnily enough, his dad was an ex-professional footballer as well um, as a striker. So he's, he's got that guidance. Um, just yeah, you can, you can see that in his finishing. That makes sense. To yeah, yeah. He's clinical, isn't he? He's clinical. Yeah, he is. No hesitation. Um, as you say, with the Euros, it's in with a shout. But I mean, he's it's one of them where he's not got that glamorous profile. So it's no, whether, like you're you said, right. whether Southgate's going to pick him on merit or he's going to go with the names, the ones who get the Yeah, but you know I mean, if unfortunately for him, if, if he doesn't come around for him this time around, you got to remember the Euros was delayed a year. There is a World Cup next year. So, yeah, the, yeah I mean, I, I mean, I'm only reminding myself of that today. So they've got the Qatar World Cup next year. So, I mean, if he does miss out this time, hopefully he'll be included. There's in a little, little question for you as United fans. Do you think he's had a better season than Rashford? How do you think they compare? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do, actually. I think he's had... Rashford's been good for United, but there is there is times where he's a little bit wasteful. Um, I think he's starting to dribble a bit too much, and rather he's, he might be losing that striker's instinct. I mean, he scored today, but he came in; he was very wide, and that's just where we're playing him at the minute. He's, I think Harvey Barnes is a little bit more direct for me this season. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, Rash, Rashford's. Take Bruno, more important. He, he has got that X factor. I think I, I just wonder if Harvey Barnes has that kind of like real 
like can win a match on his own sort of that's, talent that's what, just, that's just what to go was, past a few thinking. players or that's what I was thinking. Uh, whereas Rashford does have even though he doesn't do it that consistently but I think he has got it whereas Harvey yeah. Bond haven't seen it yet but again he's young and although Rashford's we forget Rashford is still very young 22, so, 23 yeah. still, still young man still yeah, that's mental that's <laughs> mental yeah. still got no, horror think... shows of him scoring against us on his debut man yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so centre midfield, I guess we'll probably talk about next. I covered the left back. Um, yeah. For me, I'll start with my my defensive midfielder, or more more defensive, I should say. And I've gone for uh, Thomas Suchek. Yeah. Um, same. Holding holding <laughs> holding it down in the midfield. Uh, I think probably swayed more by his his kind of goals as well. Um, yeah. But but for me, he's he reads the game really well, uh, and he surprised me. I thought he was going to be a bit of a a no mark to be honest with you. I didn't think he's gonna have much impact in the it league. Looks a bit but... gangly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's he's been really solid for West Ham, and I think for ten million, uh, he's come in and and he's looked really good. Huge threat in the air, but also technically very sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would have thought that you would have had two West Ham players in your team this season so far? Eyes, by the way. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got to agree with you on this one. Thomas Suchek is sitting in my um, defensive midfield position as well. Arguably because I've probably gone a bit too attacking, so I needed some bit, a little bit, a little bit of protection. But um, no, I totally agree with you. Great player, re- really good goal threat as well, box to box midfielder. Mm. Value for money, unbelievable. Again, you know, really good signing for West Ham. Um, and I just think he's also a warrior. You know, the, the West Ham needed that bit of steel to their team. Yeah. I mean, Declan Rice is a, an amazing footballer. You know, I think he's really good. I think he, he's got potential to be, you know, a future England captain kind of potential. But he needed someone like Thomas Suchet next to him to do a bit of the dirty work. Yeah, yeah Thomas yeah, Suchet yeah. is not afraid, as we saw, you know, this weekend with you, pretty bloody face. He's yeah. still trying to, still trying to get involved and stop yeah, Hurricane shooting. Yeah. I mean, that you can't train that kind of passion. That's not, that's not based on ability. That's ingrained into who you are. And I think yeah. West Ham for years have been missing someone with that steel. And so I think like what as what good as Thomas Suchek is a player, that having that quality as a person has helped West Ham to be where they are now and in Champions League places. Yeah, um, completely agree. Um, sorry to say he's in my team as well as my defensive <laughs> mid. Um, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a beast. Eight goals from from midfield, carried them up up the league. Um, people have compared him to Fellaini, but I mean, he's just got so much That's more to his game. That's yeah, hard. yeah, that's yeah. insane. He's got so much more to his game. Um, obviously, and he's, he's not a complete high... prick like Fellaini either. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the elbows ain't. Actually, <laughs> yeah, he threw an accidental one the other day and got a red card. I was. <laughs> nah, really. He was even sticking up the refs after, wasn't he, on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a nice guy. Lovely, he's a, nice he's a good guy, guy isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, nice to check. Um, it's one of them where West Ham. It's gonna, it's gonna come down to it, and if whether it's at the end of this season or next season. A bigger club might start sniffing, um, mm. especially if he keeps up this level of consistency. Mm. Jose Mourinho, he's a Jose Mourinho player, if I'm honest. Spurs, yeah. As you know, that's, if, that's if Jose's got a job, mate. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, he's got that. <laughs> he's got that physicality. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that physicality, um, and yeah, he's, he's yeah he's a warrior, as you said. That that today was just ridiculous. I mean, guy could have been concussed, and he's trying to stand up again. Oh, that's like, ridiculous, wasn't it? Blood dripping from his face is madness. No, ridiculous. I've, I've special mention as well. I don't know if you guys want to have got anyone else at uh, defensive midfield, but for me, Wilfred and Didi is just absolutely class. I agree class with player. that. 
completely goes under the radar. Yeah, we mentioned that before, I think. We said for Harvey Barnes. As, as Kyle, have you snuck him in, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, Indeedy? Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, special mention, Tealman's. Okay. Tealman's, Tealman's yeah. has been more, he's scored more goals. Indeedy's had injuries. Obviously, he's coming, and yeah. I think he makes the most tackles in the league and that, but Tealman's this season's gone up another yeah. level. As as um, a as a box to box, yeah, Tealman's is, is right up yeah. there in the league. He can do I think, he can do all, all round games really good. I think we're all agreeing that Leicester have got one hell of a midfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can't bully them. You can't. You can't really. They're, they're technical as well. It's tough. Mate, mate, they are a unit. They are a unit. I know we talk about you know Jose potentially leaving and leaving Tottenham, and you know, one of the names that is linked is Brendan Rodgers. But why would you want to leave that midfield? Yeah. And if it's that. a young team, so you know yeah. you can stay there for three years and with a real nice project. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And that's Champions League football potentially. So yeah, yeah, build yourself a dynasty. Uh, I am going to add in my other centre mid mm-hmm. uh, to play alongside alongside Thomas Suchek, and it's a name that I guess that you both have got as well. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't leave him out. No. You couldn't leave him out, especially based on recent form. I think I, I read a stat yesterday that said his. Uh, Shots per goal uh, ratio is equivalent to Ronaldo in 2002. Apparently, at the minute, that's how good and how prolific he's been. I don't know what he had for Christmas. I don't know if he ate his Weetabix every day or something like that, but he is flying. Uh, Unfortunately for me, missed the boat on fantasy for him, sadly. Uh, But no, he's been absolutely superb. I mean, I think he's City's top scorer now, isn't he? It's got to be, it has to be, yeah. He's, he's a bit be, yeah. on penalties as well. Like, well I mean, that's, that, that's a historically defensive midfielder now. And a Man City team with all that talent, all that firepower, kind yeah. of leading the charts. And I think he's, again, a bit like Cancelo, has been given that freedom by Pep to kind of, you, you're not pigeonholed into being a defensive midfielder. Mm. You know, you as long as you've got cover behind you, you do what you want to do. If you, you're, all, you're an intelligent person. That's why you play for Man City. If you see the run, you make the, you make the run. Just you know, express yourself, kind of thing, isn't express it? Express yourself. Someone, we, we've got players who are good enough to find you. If you've got yourself, the hardest part is getting yourself in that position, or thinking of getting that position. And Gundogan's been the best in the league for me this season about doing that. I'm just popping up at different times. Yeah, his timing of his runs, just you, yeah. you're spot on. Absolutely superb, and I think yeah, he, he, he's a staple in everyone's team this season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be, I think. Um, and the thing is, like like you say, he can control the tempo of the match as well. So he can pop up in, in different areas and just take the ball, one, two touch. Uh, and you can't get the ball off him as well. He's, he's yeah, amazing player. Very clever player, isn't he? Very clever. Yeah. Um, right place at the right time since Christmas. Um, obviously, De Bruyne's been out injured, but you could argue City have been better with him out of the team. Yeah. Because Gundogan's just stepped so. up and just done a madness. Yeah, um, yeah. totally agree. Yeah, I don't know where this form and consistency has come from, like you said. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's never been like this, has he? Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He arguably yeah. kind of goes under the radar a bit, like um, we have mentioned for other players, as in like you wouldn't expect him, the play to go through him. No. But, you know, a lot, a lot of the City play before it probably hits De Bruyne is being conducted in the background by Gundogan. Mm. The pass before the pass. Yeah, basically. exactly. Have you boys got any, any special special mentions? Uh, not for centre mid. I'm gonna uh the only only other centre mid ones are Cam, but okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, my, my centre mid that I would give a mention to just because I love him as a player, hate his team. Uh, is it on Endombele? Um, yeah. I think he's an absolute baller. Like um, yeah, I think he's grown a lot this season compared to 
to you know when he came into the league last year it looked like he was going to struggle um, to make an impact or even to, to stay in a Jose Mourinho team. Um, yeah, he's done well. <laughs> he's done done really well to, to kind of fight through the Mourinho hatred. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just think he's just absolute quality. Um, can play CM, attacking midfield as well, further up. Um, but yeah, he's just creativity and the way he plays football, I just love it. Uh, yeah. Just a shame he's so unfit, he can barely complete 90 minutes. Yeah. Gets a 60-70 yeah. and he's gassed. Yeah. Uh, he's been yeah. training with me. <laughs> 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 no, I heard that. no it's, I'm glad that he's kind of come into his own he was obviously superb for Leon and I think a lot of big teams were linked with him unfortunately he went to a slightly lower yeah, he's, team he's in, fucked in, in his Tottenham. career now he? <laughs> yeah he's gone to Tottenham probably won't win much although but, he, um, might, he might get sold to Madrid you know how them Tottenham man move they yeah really like Ma- Modric Bale <laughs> yeah um, no I think Ndombele has been great and as I said I think the the, he, he could arguably win the biggest achievement of the year so far of uh, winning back over Jose Mourinho. I mean, I, don't, I, I, don't, I can't remember a player in a history who he's like personally had a vendetta against and really gone for in the media. And then <laughs> next minute he's the best yeah, player. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dombele, fair play, my friend. Fair play. Yeah. yeah. I am um, then going to put a cam in. Um, so I've gone three at the back, two kind of roaming wing back wingers, and two holding centre backs. So I need to. Go a bit more attacking again. And it is Jack Grealish for me. I think, um, again, he takes he, he takes the Villa team, like the ball, to, like with the ball with the horns. And he is he's the talisman. He's Mr. Aston Villa. Surprised us all by signing that new deal in the summer. I mean, I was convinced he was on his way to Old Trafford. Yeah, I couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe that someone would turn down Old Trafford to, uh, to stay at Villa, who, if you remember, no, they're not... Like but they weren't the Villa that we know now. Like last year, Villa stayed up in the last day of the season, um, and so that, that, to show that commitment, I mean, it might just be so the club get a, you know extra few million if he goes in the summer. But he hasn't. If he did push for a move in the background and didn't get it, you certainly wouldn't know it. You know, he, some of the more memorable results in the season that we might forget already is like the seven-two, you know, Villa, Villa seven, Villa seven, Liverpool two, and that was kind of the game where it, everyone woke up, didn't they? And we were like. Oh, holy crap, he's not just the child prodigy that we've known for the past 10... He's been around almost 10 years now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's actually... He's a player. And I would love to see him play with better players. You know, Villa yeah. fans kind of don't get too offended. See how he fits in like that. And it took him a while to win win round Gareth Southgate. Uh, I don't know what he... I don't know what he's, he's doing there in the background. I don't know if Southgate's got a daughter or something and Grealish has been... <laughs> Grealish has been sliding into those DMs, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, but you know, he got in, every time he played for England on like the biggest stage, I guess that he doesn't have currently with Aston Villa. He was superb. He was England's best player, and I think um, Jack Grealish for me is on f- for this season my favourite centre attacking mid to watch in the Premier League. Yeah, if you look at, look at Villa without Grealish, they look completely different team. Um, yeah. Just not as threatening, and yeah, he he, he carries that team single handedly almost. I just love the way he can just go either direction, left, right, um, just glides across the pitch. Yeah. And Very Ed, Ed like, Hazard like, isn't he? He's yeah, like, absolutely. Get, gets knocked a lot. Um, He's the most foul player in the Premier League. Yeah. And that and that's a good stat to have, right? That shows you doing something right. You either and he, you're winding players up. You're taking them on as well non stop. Exactly. He's a player Direct. that you would pay to watch, wouldn't you? You'd pay to watch yeah. Jack Grealish. And to have him in your team, he cares. He's got that mm. passion. Yeah. Right, you know. We, we argue that Bruno Fernandes has got that passion, which he does, but Jack Grealish, you know, has that, for, for me, has a better output. And that's why I chose him. 
rather than Bruno Fernandes. I mean, you can't say he's got a better output because you just, if you look at the numbers, please, you just can't, you can't. Please. But I hear what you're That's... saying. I hear what you're saying. I, I think Grealish is actually the better player um, in terms of like all-round player. I, th- I think yeah. he's a better player. But um, nah, not on output. You can't, you can't argue with Fernandez. Yeah, um, but yeah, on the on the contract stuff, uh, I think he might have maybe had a gentleman's agreement with the club to say like, I'll stay one more season, yeah. give you everything I've got. Um, this is boyhood club, and then. I think he's got. But, he'll move but it was a five-year deal. It was a five-year deal. Like, yeah, but, but I think like, how much is he worth now? Then because like if if last summer it was eighty million, where he had two or three years, two years left. That's yeah. that was the, that was that was the. I think it's high, but that's the English premium. That's the number that's being floated around. He signs a five-year deal and has a better season. Who's pay? I, I don't think anyone's going to pay hundred million for him. So who, so where's he going to go? Don't but, don't know, man. But that's that's. I, the I, th- that I think he's he, yeah. He, you're right. He's a hundred million pound player. Um, the thing is, he's the difference between Villa being a mid-table club and being a top four contender yeah, 100%, 100%. team. Hundred percent. So if he went to a, like a top four team, they would then probably be a title challenging team. Hundred percent um, with him in there. So hundred M's. Yeah, I think I think if a club can afford it, they got to do it. Got to do that piece of business if he's for sale. There's only two teams who could afford that amount of money in the current pandemic and the current football climate, and that's United and City. Unfortunately for United, we don't have space for him anymore. You know, he was someone we should have maybe got. In what, the summer. what do you mean? I can't. I don't know where he fits in the United team. Just put Jack him on Grealish. the right wing. Yeah, get rid of Martial. Would you put him on the right wing? Is he right? Is he play on He's the right? Would you put him left, on the right left wing? wing? Left wing. But get, put play, Rashford. Play. Push, put Rashford right wing. Yeah, he could probably put Rashford in. Put Rashford yeah. in, but I think he'd fit well on that City team though. Oh, him, him at City would just be yeah, a, a madness. Much, it'd, be, it'd be just filth. It would honestly. I think much. he'd be great at that City team. Yeah. I guess the new boys have got uh, Bruno Fernandez in your teams then. Yeah. He's like. At the end of the day, man, he's the best come in the league before taking what you just said, man. No argument. Goals I, and assists. I, I had to re- reluctantly put him in there. I mean, just, just for the goals and assists. Even today, yeah. he's he's not even trying to get an assist and he got an assist. Yeah. No. The guy, the guy <laughs> can do anything and he'll get a goal or an assist. It's, it's nuts. So true. Yeah, he was really poor today, wasn't he? And he's come away he with the goal and assist. He's come away with the goal and assist. It does my head in, to be honest. It does my head in. Every, every week I'm just like, all right, this is the game. He's just going to he's just gonna drop off and, and just be yeah. crap. But, um, he's crap and he still gets a golden assist so I can't argue with that <laughs> he's a stats man well I mean yeah he's just well he's consistent in a sense we wouldn't be where we are in the league without him without his agree. contributions mm. agree with 25 that 25 goal contributions it's more than any striker or winger in the league so at this current time talking about player of the season it's Bruno or Gundogan really yep. if you're going to break it down two contenders really? for my opinion I think so I think I football think, is very stats driven now, though, isn't it? So I think that he will he probably will win it based yeah. on that. Um, but yeah, his his importance to the team as well, I think, is is massive. Oh, it's hugely important. So yeah, we, when... yeah, we've got we've got a wet lettuce for a captain. So like, you know, he's <laughs> he's, he's the unofficial captain of Man United. I think all, all United fans know that, right? You know, he's the voice of the team. But I, mean, I don't know. I I think he on paper he looks better than he does over ninety minutes. Yeah, but then when you look at the end result of a game, it doesn't really matter, does it? If you've won, you've won. You no, I, mean? I agree with that. I agree with that. And we can go back to the, the West Brom game where he was horrific for 44 minutes on the 45th minutes, produces that bit of magic to score the goal. And that is what that is what top-class players do. Yeah. But it's still painful, as I think he can probably do it, to do the do the other passes and the, the kind of intricacies. It's just, it just doesn't come off enough for me. And, you know, I know he's a good player. And I know you guys love him, but... 
Not for me. Not for me. Not for me, boys. I'm uh, I'm gonna put two strikers in now. Um, again, I assume you probably got them both as well. Uh, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for Dom Calvert Lewin for Everton, and I'm gonna go for Pat Bamford. And I thought it was really difficult to put two strikers in. I thought there's a lot of honourable mentions that could have gone in here. Uh, from my side, I actually was very close to putting Danny Ings in. I, I think he's he's had a great season. You know, he single-handedly led that Southampton team to you know to the top of the league at Christmas, and that was due to him. When he went out of the team with like a little niggle, that's when you saw their results kind of and their form start to falter a bit. And I think Danny Ings as a finisher, it's one of the best in the league. And I, I, I would love to see him at a top club. I, I would love to see him kind of push to go to Tottenham in the summer. You know, and, and really trying to you know, play with a better quality of player and see how many goals he can get that way. But um, no, I think it has to be Don Carver Lewin as, as my first choice striker on the in my formation. You know, I think for someone who doesn't look as kind of aesthetically strong, I think he his core strength must be must be something else because you know he doesn't get pushed off the ball like he has done in previous uh, seasons. He's a bully, he, isn't he? He, 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 he's done he, a lot of work in the yeah. background that I don't think mm. we we as fans kind of notice. And I think he's been he's mm. finishing superb and you know he's I worried for Everton in the summer. I thought that they would probably have to bring in a striker and they did a you know big recruitment drive and there was no striker there and you know Carlo Ancelotti fair play you know really put his trust in Don Carlo and said you know I'm not signing anyone. So like you kind of don't really have a bit of competition. His competition was Cenk, Cenk Tossen or something like that. Yeah. So you you don't have that kind of person breathing down your neck, and he's still come out and he's absolutely smashed it. So I mean Carlo Ancelotti and the Everton team, I think they've got a lot to do with that and building the strikers' confidence. But you know, in the day, he still put the ball in the back of the net. Hmm? Yeah. So DCL was definitely in with a shout of being my team. I think. Um, he's been incredible this season. He's he's back in the goals as he was towards the back end of, of last year as well. Um, bully centre backs aerially. Um, still, I think his his kind of technical level people kind of underestimate a little bit. He doesn't look that clean on the ball because yeah. he's quite a rough and tumble sort of player. But he still has that side of him. Um, and I, I think he just because he doesn't kind of score a wide range of goals doesn't necessarily take away from the fact that he's you know top class player and. Um, give something different, a different dimension. So for me, he's, he's definitely up there. Uh, but as I've only got one striker, um, yeah. I've had to go with uh, Harry Kane Ooh. for me. Yeah, Ooh. just, I know he's been, he's he's been off full, well, I can't say he's been off form, but he's been <laughs> not quite there Harry this Kane. last few games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's just, he's just for me, he's just all round, still the best striker in the league. Um, no, I, I, I agree with that. There. But I don't think he's had that good. A, I don't think for Harry Kane standards, I don't think he's he's had a better season than Don Carver Lewin or Pat Bamford. Yeah, um, I, I've got Bamford as a special mention as well. But sticking, yeah. I'm sticking with Kane. Yeah, I've got, I've got Kane as well. Um, you two have literally <laughs> met up before yeah, this. This is ridiculous. I know. I know it's a bit sad to be honest, but um, <laughs> nah, thirteen goals, eleven assists. If you look at the start of the season, our Tottenham started off on fire. Um, at one point, they were looking like title contenders um, just due to Kane and Son, that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, in recent games, he's gone a bit quiet, but he's had an injury and whatever. But yeah, I can't, I can't look past Harry Kane. Yes, Calvert-Lewin, season, mad season. Yeah. Since since the first game, he's been on fire. Um, it's been, going yeah. every game. He's, get, he's got the service through Rodriguez now. Um, yeah. 
and Richarlison. So fair play to Calvert-Lewin. But I just think all round, the game's evolving, man. It's goals, goals. Obviously, I'm bringing all these stats through, but goals and assists, Kane, Kane's top. Um, Bamford, yes, I agree. Special mention for him. Um, exceeded expectations just yeah. through watching him in championship. Um, even speaking to Leeds mates, I was like, you need to get a new striker. Um, yeah, yeah, he didn't didn't look prem quality, did he? Nah, um, you can just, tell he's, he's worked on his game a lot. I think he yeah. really shined through this season. Yeah, I mean, it's one of them where it's a good job he hit the ground running in a way. Um, yeah, I think if he would have struggled first few games, then his confidence would have just plummeted, and then he would have yep. struggled. But yeah, that Villa game, I keep remembering the, that hat trick. I think it's, it's perfect. Hat ruthless. Trick. So it was, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, left left foot, right foot header. Just yeah. He's yeah, developed a new side to him this season. It, it, I know it's taken him. He's not a youngster, but it does feel like he's grown up this year. It feels yeah. like there's he's no longer like the, the little boy lost kind of thing, and yeah, yeah. the little boy that if I think as a centre back, if he used to play against Pat Bamford, he used to he used to relish it. You know, like as a little soft boy, you know, I can maybe yeah, push yeah, him yeah. around. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. he's mine for ninety minutes. Now yeah. he, he looks a bit ruthless, but rugged. It looks like he's going to get in and out, in and about it. Um, and I said his finishing is absolutely quality. You know, very unfortunate to have that goal ruled out on Friday night. Um, still put the ball in the back of the net though. Um, now I had to put Pat ba- 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 Bamford in there. I was very close to putting Bamford, Ings, or Ollie Watkins. You know, it was it was hard for me. Um, but I've given it Bamford just because not because I think he's the best striker than Kane. I, I still think you know Kane. I agree. I think he's the best forward in the league. Yeah. Um, but I think Bamford has had the best the for me. The yeah, the, and the, the yeah. better season. And I think. Right. Kane will be here next year, mate. Bamford might not be. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, give, yeah. I'm, give, I'm, I'm giving him his time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, Fair I respect enough. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good point you made, actually, Ben, about you know players uh, in different positions, they develop at different ages as well. Yeah. Um, you know, not everyone can be a Wayne Rooney and just like prodigy uh, yeah. all the way through your, your career pretty much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, fair play to Bamford. He's, he's worked on his game and, and him and uh, Calvert-Lewin as well, both of them. You can tell um, really improved the season. Hopefully, they can get that level of consistency, and we can talk about them next year as well. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah fully agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he must be our well, final wingers. We've we kind of touched on my left winger. If I go first, uh, is yeah. is Grealish? So I had him out on the left. Um, I had him over uh, Son just about. I think only because Jack Grealish, you know, he's done it for a, a worse team, and he's carried that team. Um, yeah. Whereas I think Son is very much dependent on, even though he's he's mad clinical finisher, he's very much dependent on on kind of the service that he gets, and he's not the type of player to really, you know, when Harry Kane's out, for example, he doesn't shine anywhere near as much as as he as he would with Kane there, uh, which is easy to say, but I think he, yeah, tough one between Grealish and Son, but I'm going to go Grealish. I can't have two Spurs players, you know what I mean? No <laughs> way so yeah, go Grealish, a left wing. Um, yeah, I mentioned before, Barnes is my left winger. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of my right winger, I've got Grealish. Um, nice. We've, to- we've touched on him already. Um, Talisman, leader. Yeah. Carried Aston Villa. Um, you mentioned like Watkins in terms of special mention, but he's relied on Grealish's um, service. Mate, it's, even, it's, it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, because even using today as an example, Villa just didn't look the same. Because um, he, no. he's the most fouled player, so he attracts attention. So he's got two players coming towards him. He feeds it, and yeah. then Barkley's got space. McGinn, Watkins got space. Um, 
you mentioned the game before as well, the seven two. But I like the um, the three nil at the Emirates. I'm sorry about this one, Arj. Uh, he, he, <laughs> I'm sorry. Fair, that, he, that, he that, destroyed that goal us. where yeah. <laughs> yeah. run up and then he pushed Bella into the side and then just passed it to Watkins, yeah. slotted goal, nasty. No, yeah. no, that, it was just like I'm a man, I'm, I'm no longer yeah I'm a man now. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. I miss Justin Villa like get out of the way and yeah, yeah Bella yeah. in. I mean. I don't know how strong Bellerin is. I mean, uh, like don't wet, get me started on him, man. Like he's, wet, he's like had wet a, tissue he's had paper. Stinker of a season, Bellerin. Uh, there was, there was, there was two more players I would like to kind of mention on the wingers. I couldn't fit them in because of the formation I was playing, but um, these two I think would would have been very close. Would I have played a four three three or a four two three one? And uh, the first one was Abrici Eze for um, mm. Crystal Palace. I think coming from the Championship, hard enough. Coming from the Championship for big money. 20 million, I think he cost in the end um, from QPR. It's even harder. Coming to a team like Crystal Palace where they don't spend that much money for that amount of money is hard with the level of expectation. And I think I love watching SA play. I think he plays with a smile on his face. I think he's going to be a great player for the future. And I just kind of want him to kick on now and really kind of, I think there's a harm. We'll probably finally push for his move this summer from Palace. And hopefully mm. SA can kind of take his place. Uh, on that wing and as the talisman for Palace Um, and the other player is another Leeds player I think we all know him him about him he's been linked with some big moves was Rafinha unknown player from my from my perspective I don't know how how much you boys knew about him before he signed for Leeds and um, started a little bit slowly I think obviously getting used to the league he's he's not very strong is he he looks quite slight but boy he's a good player and I think all all of Leeds' good moves come through him and I think Bamford has as we we said Grealish has helped Watkins benefit with the service that he's been getting. I think Rafinha's the same. And having someone on your team with that like electric flair where you don't really know what he's going to do next, you know, it always helps teams. It's always mm-hmm. kind of what fans want to see as well. Yeah, I agree, agree with, the, with you on all, all of that stuff. Um, I didn't know too much about Rafinha either, um, but solid, solid player. You know, r- really skillful. Um, and he's very direct, which, you know, I love that about about players um, takes takes people on, um, and same same with um, Eze as well. You know, same thing. Very direct, skillful. Um, I think yeah, maybe he does need to be the main man, but at the moment it's good that he's kind of in the shadows a little bit and yeah. can grow grow himself just in the background yeah. without too much limelight on him. Yeah. Um, just a final special mention in terms of wingers. I've got um, Salah. I mean. He's top scorer yeah. in the league. Yeah, so so that's yeah. that he so he is my right winger. <laughs> right, Mo Salah okay. is my is my right winger. But uh, he that's the thing. You can't you can't beat the guy either. He's he's kinda nah. like Fernandez on, on steroids as well. Like his team is uh, doing shit, but he always like slaps in goals left, right, and centre. Mm. Nice. Yeah, he, I, I don't know how I I didn't even think of Salah to be honest. I, 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 <laughs> he's had a it's feel, it feels like he's had a quiet mad. poor season, yeah. hasn't it? Uh, it does, but doesn't he's still, it? Still nuts. Yeah, he's. I said yeah, he's. He very much kind of is Liverpool's still main man. You know, I think people kind of think Mane has been quite even for me. Mo Salah is still the better player. Uh, I think that's most of Liverpool's attacks still go through Mo Salah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think yeah, I totally agree. I think it's just the fact that Liverpool have had such a poor season. Why I didn't even kind of you know consider him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I think he's still top scorer in the Prem. Yeah, uh, which is, yeah it's, it's a madness. He still gets the job done on a personal level. It's just unfortunate for him that Liverpool as a team probably aren't performing you know, as well as they were last year. I reckon he's, he's the type of man just don't give a fuck that Liverpool are like 
Slapping, yeah. he's like, I'm slapping in goals. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I never used to think that for Salah. I used to think he was quite you know, like a uh, modest, and he probably is in his personal life quite humble. But you know, he's still got that ruthless on the, on the pitch. He wants the goals. So he wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he wants. He wants, he wants it all. Accolade, the, yeah. the golden boot at the end of the season. Yeah. Which isn't, it's not a bad thing, but you know, no. like fair play to him. He's, he's doing his job. He's got to turn around and look at the rest of the team and they're all absolutely shit. So, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, if, if, hey, I've if got, I'm an Arsenal fan, man. I've got to pam someone. I've got to pam someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, on right wing, I also had uh, Saka from, from being an Arsenal fan. I've watched yeah. him so much. Yeah. Um, you, could, you, you could have put him anywhere, I guess. Yeah. On the pitch. Yeah, yeah, I could have put him anywhere. And that's, that's the thing for me for a 19 year old to be able to play so many positions so well um, and he's he's carrying our team massively this season he's the only player who are, is a joy to watch uh, everyone else is draining the soul out of me man honestly um, yeah. losing the will to watch my team just sad but he plays with a smile on his face and that's what I love to see academy boy as well so yeah I don't mind that at all I think he's going to be a, a real player for the future um, as I said like you know, coming into that team he looks like a little boy doesn't he yeah um, but now nah, he's class he's class and I think he looks like the right character that Arsenal need to build their kind of next generation on and kind of instead of getting stuck with your Williams and, oh, and, yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff you need to just be pushing those, like the, yeah. the Saka kind of players because they're the players that are going to bring you forward in the future yeah um, I mean he's, he's an example for young players because obviously when you're coming through the academy you get put into the team you might not go Put into your, like your natural position. Yeah, you got put in at left back to start with. Yeah, spot um, on. Yeah, obviously started to do bits. I think at one point he was even playing cent- centre midfield, but now he's out wide, which is where he wants to be as an attacking player. Um, so it's just an example for young players to like obviously take your chance. It's easy, <laughs> easier said than done, but um, yeah, 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 you got you get opportunity, you got to play well, otherwise you're not gonna get another one. Like it's so yeah. much, it's so yeah, hard. You, it's a, it's the top level. It? You're talking about the best league in the world. Like, exactly, you're, you're in the top not point not 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 one percent of people. Just any opportunity you get, you just you, you can't shy away from that. You, know? you, you might only get one chance. Yeah, do you know what I mean. So you've got to take it with both hands. So if yeah, fair play to Saka. I think yeah, he's definitely done well this season. Right, so I think well, that concludes our teams. Um, I think there are the three strong teams. I wouldn't like to face any of them, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, let's let's post them on the socials. Let's see what everyone thinks, and uh, let's have a vote. Let's see who's got. Let's see who's got the best team team of the season so far. No doubt, be mine. But uh, good luck, boys. <laughs> right, let's uh, let's very quickly give a quick review of, of the games that have gone this weekend. There were some big games this weekend. Um, I think we should start with the Merseyside derby. Uh, what a result for Everton! Uh, first win at Anfield, twenty-two years. Um, puts them above Liverpool. No levels on points for Liverpool now. Yeah. Um, with a game in hand, exactly. So they got the opportunity to go above Liverpool for the first time in forever. I think if you just told any Everton fan at the start of the season that they'd be above Liverpool at, at kind of some point in the season, they wouldn't, they wouldn't believe it. Uh, but I think this has kind of got to come down to the recruitment in the summer. I think there was some fantastic recruitment from Everton. I mean, getting James Rodriguez in. Who could believe he played for Everton Football Club? Uh, Decore, what a player! I mean, I've always rated uh, Decore. Mm-hmm. Um, even at the time in Watford, um, he always stood out as has been a player, box to box athlete. Alan, personally, I hadn't seen much of him uh, previously. I didn't know what he was like um, at Napoli. To be honest, I, I, he was linked with Evan for a long time, and he looks like a very, very solid CDM. And uh, as we said, touched on before, Ben Godfrey, you know, a, you know superb signing. Um, you know, fair play for Everton to, for spending that money to get him to the club. You know, from a relegated team, uh, and I think they've all fit in really well. And 
I just think yeah, yesterday there was no real man of the match. I think the man of the match was the team. That every single Everton player played out of their skin. It was just sad that the Everton fans weren't there to witness that. You know, witness that. You know, and be oh, at imagine Anfield the scenes. And, and, imagine yeah, the scenes. Twenty-two just, years of hurt oh, for them, and just soak up that atmosphere yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah, give it, give, give it to Liverpool fans. Uh, but no, I was super impressed with Everton yesterday, and I thought you know, Ancelotti got it tactically spot on as well. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the the defense um, was incredible. I thought they they minimized well the whole the whole team defensively minimized um, what whatever little threat um, Liverpool had. Um, they weathered the storm really well, kept all their big players quiet. Um, and yeah, I think for me they just kind of lacked that consistency to be a really top kind of level team. But maybe that comes with a bit of squad depth uh, in signings in, in the yep. next summer. Um, but yeah, when they if it looks like they will make it into Europe uh, in terms of form. Um, so yeah, fair play to Everton. You know, they've they've done really well and props to Carlo Ancelotti um, tactically and, and, and what he's done with the team who a lot of people, you know, you probably look at it on paper and now you think that they've got a really good team. But when the season started, you wouldn't have really thought that mm. they'd be pushing as, as hard as they have and had the results that they've had. No, definitely. Yeah, um, completely agree. Um, yeah, just massive ratings to Everton. Didn't expect it. They set up three five two. Um, Great formation, by the way. <laughs> All the top <laughs> managers play three five two, don't they? <laughs> yeah, um, Richarlison obviously um, exploited Kabak's deficiencies. Um, yeah, the ball. Well, we knew that was coming, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got that early goal. Um, the streets are calling him yeah. kebab. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> getting roasted, getting turned. But Everton, (laughs) Everton just now they just set up after they got that early goal, and then the bat line, Michael Keane, Godfrey, Holgate, Holgate marks Mane out the game. Mane obviously had, I think he had two two chances should have put away, but apart from that, Holgate was kicking him up. Jordan Pickford, what a game! Yeah, 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 yeah. We we give him a bit of stick on the pod previously in terms of his like bit rash at times, but he he looked really good. which is the thing with him, though, isn't it? Like he, he can do that, but it's just it's just that consistency again, um, yeah. and it comes with Everton as a whole. That not all of their players have that level of consistency, but if he can show that over a, over a whole season, then fair play to him. Yeah, I think no one's ever questioned Jordan's um, shot stopping ability. I think we've mm. always said he's he's a great shot stopper. It was always kind of his handling and his kicking. Uh, but no, this 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 shot stopping yesterday was you know, superb, and the, for the, you're right. The, the few chances that Liverpool did have, you know, the, the defense and Jordan Pickford included, kind of just you know batted that away quite easily. Mm-hmm. You, know, you never really thought Everton were that under threat. No. Uh, but kind of like, what next Liverpool now? You know, Henderson ruled out. I mean, that's going to be huge. And Klopp said he's, he's, Klopp doesn't know how long he's going to be out for, and we touched on this before how influential he mm-hmm. is for that Liverpool team. You know, is this Liverpool haven't won now in four games? You know, what next now? Are they, they going to continue to slide, or is someone going to take the reins and be that heartbeat of the Liverpool team? I mean, if you're looking at the way how they're playing, they look toothless. They didn't look like scoring at any point yesterday. Obviously, they started the second half nice, had that nice little 15 minute spell where you thought, oh, maybe they're putting the pressure on now, so they might score, but. It looks like it's it's got to be Salah on. No one's gonna, mm. no one's gonna do something mm. in the midfield. Thiago's doing them sideways passes. Wijnaldum, to be fair, Wijnaldum usually pops up with with something, but yesterday was anonymous. Um, Curtis Jones, I do, I do like him as a player. Yeah, quite I well like yesterday. him. Um, but yeah, Liverpool, they signed two centre backs in January. Kabak, 
we're starting to see maybe looking a bit sus. They signed that Davis. They're not even using him because even a Henderson, no. Henderson injury. You, I don't that's know the why thing. You need to rest him. How much has Henderson yeah. played? You needed yeah. to rest him at some point. Like maybe not this game because it's Everton, but yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know that that centre, but it's just it's like it's a curse because if you notice yeah. every player that they've put back there, even the midfielders, yeah. they're yeah. cropped. Yeah. Fabinho's out. Henderson's out. Um, so yeah, nah. I think Henderson's back went from carrying that Liverpool team, personally. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, the, the thing is, for me, and maybe I'm being a bit too harsh on Klopp, or I don't know, maybe I'm not, but he he's just stuck with the same system. He hasn't tried anything different, even though he has had There's injuries There's no there. plan B. There's totally no plan B at all. You, it's it's totally pretty much you. just this system or nothing. Um, and how good is the system if you lose your, your centre-backs? Yes, that's that's not ideal. But if, if other centre-backs can't step in there and they're that vital to your system, then... You've got to devise another system. You've got to think of, of something else, right. you know. You can't rely on just simple like one on one defending so your fullbacks can bomb on. You've got to you've got to look at other formations or other strategies because like everyone's figured the Liverpool out now. You know, you stop the Mate. fullbacks, um, their midfield is is just sideways and defensive. Um and then you can just get at the whoever's playing centre back now. It's just yeah, you know. I think I think you're touching on points that no one's really mentioned before and it's I totally agree with you. I think Liverpool and Klopp haven't had to play a different type of way because of how good they were. You know, it was just their, their starting level. It was the same eleven, wasn't it? That, that yeah. was the, you know exactly who was going to play every week. Yeah. Last year, yeah. they, they managed to do it. They were very lucky with injuries. Um, but you can't do that. for. T- and even the season before, actually, when they got 98 yeah, points or whatever. Yeah, close. Same, yeah. same thing. Um, just playing the same eleven for, for two straight seasons, you know, it's nuts. It's, it's, it's a crazy no, idea. You're right. Everyone else improves and everyone else develops and that's kind of where you've got to keep improving. You know, if you win the league, you've still got to sign players and improve and unfortunately for them, their signs haven't worked out. But you're right, the same game plan's exactly the same. It's just, oh, Mane's not playing very well. Let's chuck Shakiri on instead. Yeah. Firmino's not scoring. Let's chuck Origi on instead. Mm. You're right, it doesn't... It's predictable. It predictable, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think, do you do you think Everton will finish up with Liverpool this season? Like, what, what, what do you think? Like, can they do yeah. it? I mean, is Liverpool blue? Going off my predictions, I said Liverpool ahead of Everton, but I think now... Changing it? I think, With the Hendo yeah, injury, I, I think that's huge. If he's out for even like a month, for example, there's so many games yeah. in a month now, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to miss probably five or six games and, and that's huge. That's yeah. huge. Cause, I, I mean, they, they, I might, even, they might even get knocked out of the Champions League. I know they've got a 2-0... Uh, two, two, they're 2-0 up on, on, on the first leg, but no centre-backs now. And I, I mean, yeah, it's going to do. It's going to be tough. I think Everton will do him. I think Everton will finish with Liverpool this season. Yeah. I'm willing to put a tenner on it. <laughs> Anyone wants it. All right, moving on to the, uh, the the London derby. Kind of keeping on the derby theme. West Ham Spurs that we that we saw today. I mean, that's another huge result for West Ham and David Moyes. I mean, these are the games where people are, I think, starting to expect West Ham to slip up now. And they yeah. keep grinding out these results. And they're sitting pretty in fourth, in fourth place. You know, Champions League. Um, Messi Lingard he's back he's celebrating he's enjoying his football and he is he the most informed attacker in the league right now because I mean he's playing like we knew him years ago he's playing World Cup form he knows there's a major tournament on the way and he's <laughs> he's playing he well again but, yeah. I mean we knew this was going to happen I think now we called this we, you know, we were all confident and we all knew he was a good player he just needed the opportunity and the team to show how good he was but he is the focal point of that team now for me, for West Ham. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. I think with, in football, you're not really allowed to have a personality outside of football. You know, if you have your own yeah. stuff going on in the background, 
he had his kind of clothing line. He was doing other bits and pieces um, for his own, like kind of building his career outside of football. Of and he's course, getting a lot of like you've got a plan for the future. Yeah, you've got a plan mm. for the future and he's getting stick for that because his performances on the pitch weren't matching up to it. But I mean, mm. what do you expect a player to do? Like they can't do football like 24-7, you know, it's just not the way. So I'm really happy for him and um, he's made a massive difference to the West Ham team. I know they were really good even in the, the first half of the season, but he's come in and he's just, he just elevated them again. Um, and he's, he's a boost that they needed really, I think. His character yeah. is such a lift for any changing room. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that he's energy, so that, vibrant, yeah, he's so yeah. energetic, he's so yeah, uplifting. Yeah. I've got to say, you, I, I did think, like, as an Arsenal fan, I always just thought he was a bit of a prick, to be honest. But he's kind of changing my uh, my opinion of him. And, I mean, and, yeah, imagine him in the Arsenal team. Imagine him in the Arsenal he's, team. Instead, he's of, instead, instead of signing Odegaard, imagine you sign Jesse Drifting Lingard. Around. Yeah, no, he's he's solid, solid player. And he, you know, he's he's given us a tour of time before in the past. But yeah, he's he's elevated uh, West Ham massively. No, he's, he's definitely, there's such a feel-good factor, it seems, around West Ham at the minute, and he's definitely a big part of that, and, you know, I, I don't know where they're going to finish. You know, I mean, I definitely think they're going to qualify for Europe this year, it's just, you know, are they going to be that surprise package of the season, <laughs> and are they going to sneak forth? Because I'll tell you it's not, and that's Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, gosh. Um, touching on Spurs, obviously another disappointing result, um, fifth defeat in six games. Jose has come out after the game and said his coaching methods are second to none. <laughs> so I think it's the same old, same old. Uh, I want to touch on Fulham. Um, a very, very important win for them. I mean, huge win for them against Sheffield United. That was must win um, for them in, in their kind of recent revival against relegation. I tipped them to stay up in, in our mm. kind of relegation thing. And I, I mm. think they got the players and the quality to stay up. It mm. was just kind of getting that form together. And, you know, beating Everton away recently, that 2-0 win, and that was a huge result. Unexpected, but, you know, three points on the board. And the Sheffield United one was one where I know there's no fans there, but at home, you know, you still have that impetus that you you still think that you're going to, you should win the game. Mm. And they did. And I think that the players, (laughs) you know, they're starting to gel, albeit quite late on in the season. But the Fulham look fluid. They have got some good players. Adam Waller-Luckman is a great player. Yeah. I think Josh Maggi is a good player who who'd have, who'd have brought in, and I think and Fulham Guise are quite strong. As well. And Guise is a great yeah. player, mm. and I think with the way Newcastle are kind of free falling, I think I, you know, I said it'd be Burnley that overtake, but I actually think you know they're the team that Fulham should be going for, mm. and I, I, I just think that you have to in a time where kind of football boards and results are so important for that quick fix, that quick fix, that quick fix, for the Fulham board to stick with Scott Parker in the position that they were in. Mm. That has to be applauded because I think he never lost the dressing room and kind of he, he always kind of came out and defended his players and the ex Fulham player and I think he's ex Fulham captain. And you can tell he does really care about the club. And the way he just kind of, you know, he always wanted to shield them and would take the blame. And the fact that you could tell that the, play, the players are playing for Scott Parker right now. Yeah, and that's so important when you're in that position, kind of where like Sheffield United are as well and West Brom are. I don't do you think the West Brom players are playing for Sam Allardyce. No chance. Probably not. No. Sheffield United players possibly playing a bit for Wilder because of kind of the success and how he brought them through, but yeah. the, the, the Fulham players seem quite passionate, and I, you know I think that I think they've got a great chance of staying up now. Just need to kind of you know, get this momentum going and, and get some more points on the board. Yeah, um, even as a neutral, it's just going to keep it interesting for mm-hmm. us. Um, <laughs> and they play each other, don't they? On the last, yeah, yeah, last, yeah, yeah, last, <laughs> really? last game of the season. Yeah. Wow, Newcastle, Newcastle, wow. Fulham. Um, Newcastle. Callum Wilson's out for two months, so yeah. I'm a bit worried for them now. Um, They're finished. No, definitely. 
I think it kind of is telling how dull the game was this Super Sunday, the fact that we were only just kind of going to touch on uh, Arsenal City and I, mean, I think I fell asleep in the second half. I think uh, <laughs> it's really disappointing. These kind of like blockbuster classes that on paper look you know, amazing. Unfortunately, they're being a bit anticlimactic, aren't they? Um, but I think you know, as an Arsenal fan, you've got to be happy that it was only, you only got beat by City 1-0. I think after Sterling scored the second minute, RG must have been. You must oh, be thinking man, it could was, be five or six here, right? Oh, yeah, man. I was I was shitting myself to be honest. I thought here we go, we're gonna get like destroyed. I thought we, we were on for like a nine nil kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, genuinely, they they were just cut like the first two minutes. They were just cutting us open straight away, yeah, just yeah. dominating. We couldn't get. That was unbelievable, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I was thinking here we go. Like as an Arsenal fan, I've seen that before. Like you know, team just collapses, um, and I think I was. I was actually really angry after the game because we just turned up not to get beaten by two or three goals. That was our yeah. objective. Um, we basically didn't offer anything going forwards, um, didn't take a chance even at 1-0 down in like the 75th minute onwards. I'd rather lose two or three goals at this stage in the season. We've, I mean, we've only, we've won like less than 10 games or something crazy like that. I mean, just go at them, you know, just give, they, yeah. they were almost there for the taking away. They took the uh, foot off the they gas. Did. They did, yeah. Um, we just had no creativity. We had nothing. It was it was pretty pathetic to be honest. As an Arsenal fan, I was fuming. Um, some of the some of the performances from the players was abysmal. It's like I can't I can't tell you the. Abamyang, your captain Yang getting is, thrown off the pitch by John Stones. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> brushed aside. Um, yeah, him. I mean, the, the only player who played well, in my opinion, was was Saka. Um, yeah. uh, Southampton, Chelsea. That, this actually wasn't too bad for a lunchtime kickoff. You kick off it, kick off the. Your Saturdays, boys, but um, a lot, quite a bit to talk about here, actually. I think Minamino, great goal. I mean, someone is kind of coming from the cold for Liverpool to uh, have the confidence to send send um, Mendy and the other Chelsea defender for. They've gone fishing, aren't they? They're, they're both. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing, and I I was still screaming at the TV selfishly because I've got Danny Ings on my fantasy team to pass the ball to Danny Ings because yeah, 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 yeah. you're thinking, you know, this is someone who hasn't played much football here, you know. Like, is he going to fluff it? And oh, what outside the boot? I mean, Kyle, that was uh, reminiscent of, of your time in, in the football, wasn't it? Outside yeah, yeah, the right yeah, boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them um, ones. I love them ones. <laughs> 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 but now, nah, like the defenders got sold that like, they were a cheap Black Friday deal. But I think uh, <laughs> the most interesting <laughs> thing from my perspective, kind of that came from this game, was Callum Hudson Odoi. I don't know what you boys kind of think about this, but I think to to be subbed as a sub. Thank God it never happened for me at school. But, uh, I mean, where do you go from there as a player? Like, you know, Thomas Tuchel, is that poor management? Publicly humiliating a player like that? Like, I mean, Callum was in a doy for all like, sense of purposes has been one of their better players since Tuchel's kind of come yeah. into, the, into the fold. And you, you've built someone up who Lampard didn't really play, gave him the trust and confidence, X, Y, and Z. He's rewarded you with some good performances. And then you've publicly humiliated like that. Like, where do you, how do you kind of regain your confidence as a player there? Um, now I'm thinking it will work out in his favour maybe long term because if you're looking at Lampard didn't really fancy him to Charles coming and Hudson Adoy has been playing every game. At right wing back, yes, but it's, it's one of them where he's going to have a word with him this week, obviously. Tell him what he wasn't happy with. Take it on board. Don't do it again, basically. Um, and it's kind of one of them where he's come on as a sub to, be an, to have an impact. He's obviously come on, not done what he wanted. So he knows next time. He's going to be hungry, in it? Next time he comes on, he'll know he's He'd hope so, but it could, it could go the other way. 
Yeah, it could be the other way. It could be like, fuck this. Yeah, like, if, he, if, if, if he's soft. You don't know. But if, yeah, if he's soft, but then it's one of them where he's not going to get any games. Euros is there. Obviously, it's a long shot for him, but if he's got ambitions and he knows he needs to be playing. I mean, Mason yeah. Mount, he's been playing out of his skin. Yeah, but Thomas Deschel now has put That's, a spotlight yeah. on Colin hudson Adoy. He's, oh, yeah. he's now he's yeah. now scru- he's now under the scrutiny of, of yeah. everyone now because of what just happened, and I, that's why I'm with you on I'm with you, Arch. I think it's terrible my management. I think it's just a very old school kind of tactic. It's it's quite like an like you know like a Jose Mourinho would do that to to kind of yeah, you get is. a reaction out of a player. But I, I just feel like players these days aren't built in the same way, uh, which is neither a good or bad thing. It's just how it is now. Tuchel, I think he's you know he has high profile fallouts with with club directors and, and, and owners so it's definitely one to watch I think if he starts alienating players and so I just feel like him him and Abramovich isn't a, a great mix um, I think some of the words that he used were, were, like, could be quite damaging though no he said it was it was something to, it was partly to do with Hudson Odoi's attitude mm. I mean that's personal that's yeah. not that's not about his ability that's a personal attack on one of your own players yeah, I mean, and you you can send that message from the touchline, right? Like, if you hundred percent, you do after the game, do after the game. But, yeah, but don't. But again, pub- he's publicly gone for him there. Again, as, as sad as it is, he's going to be the example. But it's showing to other players as well going forwards. Like, if you're coming on as a sub, you can't figure around because even Chelsea's problem at the moment is scoring goals. Yeah, but he like, did the same thing with Tammy Abraham, right? He, I think he subbed him off at half time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, like, I imagine that he's quite a core. Um, character in the in that dressing room, Tammy Abraham probably is quite influential in terms of you know he's he's well liked and he's been uh, there as a kid, hasn't he? So same as Hudson Odoi, yeah. right? Um, and a lot of them are, are kind of academy kids, and Hudson Odoi as well is an academy kid, so they're probably going mean. to ha- have like a, a they're bit a of click, a click right? Together. Surely, yeah. yeah. I I just I think it's all. Why would you alienate your new to this club? Why would you alienate someone like that? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Right, guys, uh, we're going to move on to our stoppage time weekly challenge now. Uh, if you don't know, if you're new to the pod, so where uh, Arjun and Kyle have been battling out to be the three up top football champion. Kyle is currently 4 0 up, and I think if you listen very carefully, you can hear that fat lady singing loud and clear in the corner. I think Arj is almost down and out here, um, and you will be doing a forfeit. I think if Kyle scores a victory today, I think I think it's done in it. Done, yeah. We'll we'll do it. We'll do a, a la- we'll we'll do a guard of honour for Kyle next week, and and kind of. <laughs> clap him into victory to finalise the month and you know, crown him as, as the February champion but yeah I think I think we're almost there now uh, I have got an idea for a forfeit Kyle I don't know how you think about this you are the, you will be the champion if you do secure victory so ultimately it's your choice but I think uh, I think if we got Arj to wear a, a Tottenham shirt picked it outside the Emirates I think I mean we might have to go with him Socially distanced, of course, oh. just for a bit of bodyguard <laughs> protection, just in case someone got him. But I mean, nah, 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 nah. I you, think. You get... <laughs> what, what do you think, Kyle? Kyle, what do you think? I mean, that gives oh, you a bit more incentive to win this week, surely. That's savage, that. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I think no. To be honest, I think even in wearing a Tottenham shirt in a public place is bad enough. So, like that Battersea Park movement that you two seem to be doing could just be one of them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Arj. Well, I mean, Arj, mate. I mean, when you got your podcast today, that could be make it four one. With <sighs> we are, you know, we will be making an announcement at the end of this podcast about a very special feature coming soon. So that well, we will be doing a quiz on that one. So that's two podcasts, and then we have got the we might do a midweek. You, you might, you maybe, you might squeeze a four four. It's unlikely, but I mean, you need to get a win <laughs> first, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I need to get something on the board. It's it's a bit mad still. 
All right, I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you a topic for the week, boys. And I, I think it is a, a much harder topic. I mean, you might find it easier. I don't know. But uh, this week we'll be testing your knowledge on club record signings. Um, okay. And as always, if you're listening, uh, feel free to play along as well. Tag us uh, in the Instagram at Three Up Top Pod, and on the Twitter as well to see if you do beat our panel uh, and quicker to the buzzer than they are. I'm going to give you a clue. You probably will be. Um, <laughs> Right, boys, we're going to kick the things off. Question number one. Who is Chelsea's record? Kai Havertz. <laughs> Kai Havertz. Mm. Just took it. Just took it. I had to did check this one because it was, it, it's, it's very tight, but I, it's, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was to do with the Euro, tran- the Euro break oh, at the oh, time oh, that oh, gave it to Kai Havertz. Oh. Uh, so, Arj, 1 0, mate. I'm going to give you that one. Question number two. Who is Spurs club record signing? Tang Indobele. It is Tang Indobele. Well done, boys. Well done. Uh, it is a tie, that one, though. It is a tie. I'm surprised you guys got that one. He told me I, I wouldn't have known that one. I actually had to Google that one. Um, <laughs> Daniel Levy doesn't like spending money, does he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 2-1 uh, to watch. Question number three. Who is Man City's record signing? Ruben Diaz. Very good, Kyle. Oh, very, very good. £64.5 million. Pounds. Um, went on the radar again. I thought it was Riyad Mahrez, but that was the one, he was the one before yeah. at £60 million. So, yeah, Kyle, great knowledge. Great knowledge. Takes it back to 2-2. Question number four. Who is Real Madrid's record signing? Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, no, it's not. Gareth Bale. It's not. No. Eden Hazard. Oh. Eden Hazard. <laughs> I panicked hard. Oh. <laughs> 100 million euros it is Eden Hazard steep steep yeah yeah unfortunately kind of been a huge flop there hasn't he very disappointing hopefully hopefully gets back to his best but no 3-2 to RG doing well eh doing well let's, let's see where this goes question number 5 who is Barcelona's record signing Coutinho 4-2 oh, to RG but that was close that was close but RG flying you're flying, boy. I can't get ahead of myself. I've bottled, I've bottled <laughs> more lead than this before. You are very Spursy. Yeah. You are Spursy. 4 2 to watch. Question number six. Who is West Ham's record signing? Sebastian Haller. Oh, that's, that's nice. That was nice. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. 4 3. Nice, Kyle. <laughs> £45 million they paid for him. £20 million loss, but when they sold him to, uh, to Ajax in January. Nice, Kyle. 4-3. Okay, question number seven. Who is Wolves' record signing? Raul Jimenez. Incorrect. Um, uh, it's that young shooter, that new guy that they bought, that Portuguese one. What's his name? What's his Fabio name? Silva. Fabio Silva. Fabio Silva. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to avoid with that. Sure. No, give it to him. Give it to him. Give I'm going to give you that odds. Give it to I'm going to give you that odds. Technically, on a technicality, technicality five three. I'll give you that one, Arge. But yeah, gave it on a play. But yeah, he's actually Fab. He's Fabio Silva. He cost thirty five million pounds this summer. Hardly even seen him play. Um, five three to Arge. Question number eight: Who is Crystal Palace's record signing? Benteke. Thirty million pounds. It was Christian Benteke. Straight from Liverpool. How Liverpool got that for him? I mean, no, come on. They sell so well. It's, I don't know how they get money for some of their players. It's, 
It's done, Arge. It's, it's six three. It's done. Yes. But I will. We will do the last two. <laughs> we will do the last two just for. Uh, this is what winning feels like. Just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Does it feel like a win when you fall one down? <laughs> what should we say? Uh, All right, we'll finish it off. I mean, less pressure now, Arjun. You can relax. Question number nine: Who is Leicester City's record signing? Tillemans. Oh, he's on fire, isn't he? Mm. He's on fire. Forty-five million pounds. Seven three yards. Oh, it's, it's a bit of a spank in this guy. This could be mind games for next week. <laughs> I thought it'd be a tiebreaker, but it's not going to be. But question number ten: Who is Atletico Madrid's record signing? Wild Felix. Charles Felix. Yeah, yeah. Well played, well played. Very good. One hundred nine million euros. He was a lot of money. Hell of a lot of money. But they did they did sell Griezmann for the for the same amount. I think I'd rather have Charles Felix than Antoine Griezmann. Right, boys, uh, that concludes it. 4-1. How does it feel, Arch? Any words? Uh, feels good. I'm, I'm speechless. Didn't think is I'd the get com- a dub. Is, is the comeback on? I mean, I'm giving you 50-1 to one to come back. Hey, you just got to take each game as it comes. Just focus on the next one, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the Mikel Arteta the old, school old, of thought, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the old football cliche. I need, to, I need to kill this in the next week. Cause... Please do. I want to yeah. see Arch in that Spurs shirt. <laughs> <laughs> right guys that's it thanks for listening to our fifth episode of the three up top football pod i uh, hope you enjoyed our team this season uh, review so far and also our weekend review of the football and of course uh, i'll sneak a little win there in our stoppage time weekly challenge um a little bit of an announcement we will be kicking off our player diaries series uh, starting this week uh, we do have a england footballer who has very kindly agreed to an interview with us this week uh, and we will be giving away some some goodies as well for that so definitely stay tuned for that uh, in the coming week and with our instagram and our twitter socials as well thanks guys